Hey guys, welcome to Podcast vs. Play episode 52. I'm Carl, and as always, I'm joined by a man who we all know loves a joke. So, here is what I believe to be the joke of the week. Are you ready? Is this going to be another long one? No. Okay, go on. Why did Sally fall off the swing? She had no arms. She had no arms. Knock, knock. Who's there? Not Sally. <laughs> <laughs> See, I lured you in. I lured yeah. you in, Dan. Yeah, that was a good one, actually. That was a good little twist at the end. Yeah. It was a bit M. Night Shyamalan. Love it. I am uh, headlining the Glastonbury <laughs> Comedy Festival. I'm sure you are. How are you, Dan? Yeah, good. It's the uh, 52, the new 52. New 52. Oh, yeah. we should have made superhero characters. Yeah, I've got enough of those things. Yeah. Anyway, do you want some news, Captain yeah. Courageous? I'll have some news. Oh, I thought you were going to come up with a name for me. Thanks, Dan. Right. (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, Harrison Ford was uh, in a plane crash this week. (laughs) I thought, like, as soon as you said that, because obviously everyone knows about it, I thought you were going to say, unfortunately, Harrison Ford is still alive after his plane crash. (laughs) That's sacrilege. I know, right? (laughs) Can't even think that I'd say that. Um... However, the doctor who pulled Harrison Ford from the wreck uh, of the plane crash has described how he feared a fireball from the aircraft's leaking fuel um, could have possibly killed him. Um, yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of people saying, oh, you know, he's, he's death-defied and he's performed this amazing manoeuvre and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I like to think that it's more along the, the conspiracy of celebrity clones. It's that... <laughs> Like this whole, sort of all started with like Richard Hammond when he crashed his jet car, and everyone said yeah. that he was uh, he was killed. Uh, and what they'd done is they'd uh, introduced a clone of him, so he wasn't actually just killed off on like Top Gear and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'd like to think it's that is basically what's going on. As soon as like someone falls off a cliff or something, so like when Harrison Ford originally like broke his leg or something on the the, the set of Star Wars on the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he actually died from that, and they cloned him, and then his clone has now killed himself and now he's got a second clone which means that he's I reckon his speech sort of like halfway through the movie is just going to get a bit more slurred because it's like inbreeding it's just like when you start cloning clones it's like when you photocopy a photocopy it just gets worse and worse and worse so eventually we're just going to end up with like the worst Harrison Ford clone basically yeah it's just going to end up like a gibbering mess Um, well movie insurers are saying that um, they won't insure him during films, um, unless he stops flying his plane. Well, how, how long has he been flying? Quite a few number of years. Yeah, but so this has he's... happened. This has happened with Tom Cruise as well. Well, Tom Cruise has crashed his plane as well. Uh, I think it's more of a case of I think it's John Travolta and Tom Cruise, and um, they have to sign on the insurance papers only whilst they're filming a film um, that they can't fly a plane during the filming time why are insurance people such wankers because it's a lot of money I imagine they have to pay out like when Harrison Ford broke his leg that's um, their job well yeah but they um, insurers lost out on like 700 grand a day or something like that whilst he was out of action right and how much does he pay in his insurance premiums I imagine a lot more than that Uh, well overall 
Yeah, plus everyone else that's paying into it, you know, who might break a finger or something, which costs yeah. them a few hundred quid. Or, yeah, well, it's a few thousand dollars, plus they've got to pay for everything. Thank you, NHS. <laughs> now we can film and fly all our planes. Definitely. I th- it might be a case of this is, say, Disney's way of telling him, yeah, we don't want you to, we don't want you to die. Can you just calm the fuck down? We've got three other movies that we think you're <laughs> yeah. going to be in. <laughs> However, we obviously, as Harrison Ford's a big fan of PvP, we wish him of all course. the best. <laughs> well, a speedy I, I, recovery. I hope that he just goes, you know, he, he recovers and then he goes, "Fuck you guys," and then jumps straight back in his plane and flies home from the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I think that it's completely outrageous for them to say I, we are not going to cover you if you hurt yourself I like to think that his wife is like begging him he comes out of the hospital the plane's on the car park ready to go and he walks out and his wife's just like don't don't fly it don't fly it I love you and he just turns around and goes I know, I know. <laughs> and just fucks <laughs> off <laughs> that would be brilliant um, I, anyway yeah. moving on um, do you like Dead Space Dan? Uh, yeah, Dead Space 2 was super creepy. Dead Space 3, not so good. No, no, not so much. Um, however, we might be seeing a new Dead Space on the next-gen consoles. Uh, developer Visceral Games um, are preparing for Battlefield Hardline's launch. However, the studio says it would like to revisit the Dead Space series. Quote, Many, many people here at Visceral Games have a warm spot in their heart for Dead Space. And right now, we're busy with Hardline and... Dot, 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 other things. Visceral Games general manager Steve Aputis stole Games TM, quote, but it's definitely something we'd love to look at again. There's definitely a lot of interest internally for us to pick up that again at a future date. Dead Space 3 failed to meet publisher EA's sales expectations in 2013, and back at E3 2013, EA labels president Frank Gibu told IGN there's no reason to believe EA would not revisit Dead Space. So it's not really a confirmation. No, it's, it's a pretty big franchise though, you know, a lot of people like it. It's a good horror game. I enjoyed one and two. Three was a good action game. It was just a very, very poor Dead Space game. Yeah, it's not a horror game at all. No. Well, they added co-op for starters. What's what's scary about being with a friend? Well, you don't know my friend. (laughs) Um, No, I I, I do think it would actually be quite nice because it it would take a really good game to have someone there playing it with you. I mean, like... Think how scary it is, right? You're playing something like Outlast or Amnesia or Alien or something like that. And when you're playing it and you've got someone with you and they're just making it ten times worse because they're just cringing in the corner or whatever, you know, they're talking to you, distracting you. And then someone will jump out on the wall. Or something like that, yeah. (laughs) Um, It it just makes it more tense. So to be able to be put in a position where you're both on and you're both shit scared at the same time, I think that it would be tricky to pull off but I think that would bring Dead Space back out if they could do that properly. See, I think the best the best case of co-op uh, horror survival games is actually PT, where it was a single-player game, but uh, the developers encouraged people to seek out other people for help and stuff. Yeah. Because um, I, I think survival is a case of... Unless you're playing something like DayZ, where it, it benefits you to be in... A party of people, yeah. Um, where something like Dead Space, where you know it's a case of bang, 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 bang. Oh, shit, I've got to reload. So then your friend can take over shooting whilst you're reloading. Yeah, and they can like share trade resources items and stuff. And stuff. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it takes the it takes the horror element out of it because you're not surviving; you're relying. 
That's true, but, you know, when it's like pitch black and only one of you's got a torch and the other one's got a gun. Now that's when it's just like, no, I can't see, just point but, over here. Yeah, but there's not, there's not enough of those moments. Well, no, that'd be the entire thing, though, wouldn't it? You know, there'd be like one person who's an engineer, one person who's an accountant or whatever. Um, and, you know, obviously, like, Isaac is going to be the guy with the gun. But you've got this other person who's trying to heal you and, like, trying to guide you on the map. And so, like, you've got this person sort of being, like, your hood, basically. And, like, trying to shine the light so you can see everything. So they'll, they'll be, like, your sort of support. But because they need you to protect them and you need them to give you items and stuff. Like, you're both so dependent on each other. If one of them gets taken out, it's game over. Game over. It's, that does sound better. I just think that that sort of co-op is better than you've both got guns and you can literally just stand there, you know, just shooting down a corridor. One yeah. ducks out to reload and the other one doesn't. That, I mean, that it's fine for certain games, but for horror, it's got to be, you've got six bullets between you. Yeah. And it's just like, well, you're a better shot, you have these, I'll have the light and a grenade or whatever, and you've got to sort of plan that way. That's, um, that'd it, be fine. That'd be quite yeah, enjoyable. Yeah. But like you say, when you just... Both armed up to the tits. Yeah, there's, but there's... that's the thing though. Dead Space is not generous at all when it comes to giving you weapons and ammo and stuff. Like especially on like harder difficulties, hmm. you've got to make every shot count. Well, and I... you, you will be stamping on everything and meleeing everything just to try and save that bullet. Yeah, I was pretty reliant on on melee on on Dead Space Two, and oh, man, that was terrifying. Though. I actually was quite an unnerving game. I mean, I don't really get scared of games very easily, but Dead Space was it was very creepy. Yeah. And even the mobile version of Dead Space was quite creepy. Um, I never actually played that. Um, but there I, is I a, still have it, it's really good. There is a film, um, like a, an animated film, like Dead, Dead Space Resurgence or something like that. Alright. Um, but it's, on, it's actually on Netflix. Go and watch that, kids. Mm. Um, Not that kids, I imagine it's an 18. <laughs> it's on Netflix, kids, as well, I'm sure. <laughs> Um, but that, that's that got that same sort of creepy element, you know, people being killed horrifically in a big monolith and everything. It was pretty good. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, go and check that out if you can, because it, uh, it is pretty good. Anyway, moving on. That's it for the news, Dan. Wow, moving on to nothing. Well done. No. Nothing? I'm going to raise your nothing with an Avengers Age of Ultron trailer 3. Ah, yes, which I assume you've seen. I, numerous times. <laughs> yes, as have I, of course. Um, before we actually start, there's actually... Have you seen the um, Age of Ultron Spider-Man trailer that somebody's made? What, the one with Danny Dyer in it? No. It's basically... It's the Age of Ultron... Oh, then, uh... it's, the new, it's the new trailer. But they've edited in bits from like Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. But I don't get this. Actually... I, I, I don't understand this, this thing that people do where they just like... It's like when people start making Dawn of Justice trailers, and they basically just get sh- shots from Man of Steel together films. with yeah. shots from The Dark Knight Rises and stuff that Gary Oldman may have been in, and just yeah. piece it together and just say this is a trailer. It's, I don't, I don't understand what drives See, people to do it. I agree with you, but I disagree on this certain one because they've actually gone to the effort of editing like Spider-Man fights, like Hulkbuster armor and stuff, and like you know yeah, the shots at the end when they all fly out. Yeah. Like Spider-Man's in the team. Yeah, it looks, but, uh, it's really well edited. That's all but I'm if that, say. No, I, no it's, it's, I just don't get it. Like, it's obviously not going to happen. So I, I, it's a waste of time as far as I'm concerned. I, I really don't well, get it. No, it's not never going to happen because Spider-Man's going to be in. Like, with 
the same, with all the characters. So it's just a case of this is what Spider-Man might look like with the Avengers. Yeah, well, I don't need to see some stupid piss poor trailer to, to imagine what that would be like. I, I can conjure that up in my in my own mind. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> if, you hadn't, if you didn't know, there's a new trailer for Avengers: Age of Ultron. <laughs> Um, the film is out uh, over here in the UK on Thursday, April the 23rd, which is eight days before the film is released in America on May the 1st. It's only about a month away. And it's not long. IMAX, baby. I think so. On this occasion, yeah, it may be an IMAX. It's got to be done. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the trailer, though, Don. It was pretty good. Um, we obviously saw a few more Hulkbuster and uh, Hulk sort of flying at buildings and stuff. Jesus Christ, was that good. I know, right. <laughs> Um, how, how do you reckon? Because um, I mean, obviously, in in comic book world logic, even with the Hulkbuster armor, Hulk would eventually beat the shit out of him. He would pull um, Tony well, Stark it, it, out of that. It varies on who's who's writing it, doesn't it? I mean, that's the purpose of the Hulkbuster armor is to beat the Hulk, and he I has know, on numerous occasions. He's powered by rage, which means that the more angry he gets, the bigger beating you give him, the stronger he gets. Which means that eventually, no matter how good your uh, suit is eventually he will be stronger than it and he will just put you in the ground well at some point he'll, he'll have to turn back into Banner and okay. then he'll just get squashed deaded right well and I no I, I still think that in the long run if they just said right you've got to go in there and you've got to beat the Hulk so like the more you pound on him that's going to keep him angry that's something to calm him down um, and he's just got, you know, he'll pull one of the arms up, or he'll break the back, or he'll pull the headpiece off, or something like that. Or, you know, he just picks you up and just jumps to such a height and then throws you at the ground as hard as he can. That, sh- that impact, that would shatter it. Well, yeah, but that's a logical scale. I mean, like I say, he's Hulkbuster won numerous times. Yeah. Um, and and it's, the, it's the same, it's, we'll bring it up a lot, but back in the sun. Batman beat Deadpool. He would not beat Deadpool. Yeah, that's true. But I think in this case, in uh, Age of Ultron, it would make more sense if Hulk, um, you, you know, he, he went a bit crazy or whatever. You know, they call him the Hulkbuster. Um, they eventually beat him, but it ends up destroying the Hulkbuster armor, which means that it's not usable for the rest of the film, which is obviously yeah. going to be incredibly useful against something like Ultron. So they yeah. can't just say... So we beat the Hulk, and then we just put this away, and then we don't use it anymore. It's just like, well, no, yeah. Hulk has to beat it, otherwise they've got no reason not to call it back up again. Or, you know, maybe they do beat Hulk, and then they do call that in for the, you know, if they had a house party protocol with, like, 20 Hulkbusters, <laughs> Galactus would get this shit kicked in. Well, maybe yeah, Galactus, that's but. true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Can you imagine 20 Hulkbuster armour people fighting it? Um, no, not really. Nor would I want to. No, it'd Sounds be quite pretty... painful. Yeah, I think so. Um, Galactus might be a, a stretch, but... Now, then again, Silver Surfer, depending on the writer, is sometimes stronger than Galactus. Oh, well, yeah. And to the Fantastic Four film, he blew him up. Yeah, somehow. oh yeah, there's that. We don't include that, though. No. Um, so That's what case... I don't get right. Silver Surfer got his powers from the cosmic power from Galactus yeah. in the film, right? This is not comic accurate at all, of course. Um, so Galactus has got this power. He's then given this power to the Silver Surfer so he can go and choose planets and stuff. 
then Silver Surfer just explodes with this power and that somehow blows up Galactus. If he gave him that power, why didn't he just absorb it? Well, you'd think so. It, but then that I, I might just, that might pave the way for a sequel and they thought, fuck that. <laughs> well, it's like trying to blow up the Hulk with a gamma radiation bomb. It's like, well, surely that would only either make him stronger or it wouldn't do anything. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. Um, anyway, um, but yeah, we saw some. We yeah. saw some Hulk. We saw some Hulkbuster. Um, we, saw, we, saw, we saw a lot more uh, of Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch in this trailer. Uh, yeah, more. Quicksilver. I don't think looks quite as good as uh, Quicksilver from Days of Future Past, though. Um, I think he does. Well, I don't. He like, looks more I, like the Quicksilver I'd like to see. Yeah, especially like at the end of um, Winter Soldier Two, when yeah, when he's in his little cell it looks like they're, they're wearing sort of like quite tight um, outfits um, which is mm. fine you know that's what he's supposed to be wearing but I, I prefer it although that scene in Days of Future Past when he's you know running in slow motion around and just kills everyone yeah, yeah. Kill him, but you know he just cleans that room out in like a, a second um, I absolutely love that because it was fantastic visuals and everything however every other time that you saw him he was moving so fast that he'd just appear somewhere yeah, and I, I I love that. That's because that's how it's supposed to be. You, they don't leave a trail all over the place like in cartoons and stuff. I think they do it for that just so it's easier to animate. Yeah, um, yeah, it makes more so sense. So the, the idea of just seeing him through the whole film with like either in slow motion or with like this trail after him, I, I don't know if I could really forgive that unless it was necessary. I, I mean, obviously we, we still haven't seen enough of them to pass judgment on how they are going to be in the film. No, I just think that um, Scarlet Witch was obviously in um, Days of Future Past as well. Yeah. And that sort of portal use, it, it looks like they may go down that similar sort of route, you know, where she's throwing things through portals and they're popping out and hitting yeah. people and stuff. That's fine. Stick with that. Um, but I, I don't know. She just... They haven't really given her much to do well, in the trailers as of yet. She, I mean, she obviously, Hulk and... Um, Black Widow both get hexed by her because like, they both got the red eyes. Yeah. So I think she's going to be a lot more kind of like a puppeteer villain, which is ironic considering the line that. Yeah, there's no Ultron strings on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think out of the two of them, it's going to be more Quicksilver action, Scarlet Witch using people to, for her own actions. Yeah, yeah, because then. And Quicksilver can just pretty much take out everyone else on his own. Um, we also saw the old Stark Towers. Yeah, is now the Avengers uh, Tower. The Avengers Tower. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like they've just left the A on there and just put a circle around it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that no, it is keeping up with continuity between the films. Yeah, yeah. So, so this isn't. It's still going to be, you know, sort of a few months after, rather mm. than immediately after. Um. But yeah, it's. Um, I only found out the other day. Um, it was that Ultron in this is supposed to be a program from the Chitauri, who were the bad guys in the first Avengers. Mm. He was like a piece of alien technology, like the the program was, which Tony Stark adapted into the AI, which obviously gives birth to Ultron. Yeah. Now, do you know if that is accurate at all? Was that no. Nope. Yeah, Hank I Pym. didn't think it was. Hank Pym creates Ultron in the comics. Okay. That makes more sense, genius scientist. Yeah. <laughs> um, but because um, 
because of the Ant-Man film coming up and Josh Whedon had already um, decided it was going to be Tony Stark that made it because I think I think his reasoning was that n- there was no Ant-Man prior t- to this to have this guy come in and then Ultron appears it doesn't seem as believable as having somebody we already know from the movie universe create him so it was right. either going to be Tony but Stark surely- or it was going to be Bruce Banner I imagine Right, but surely though that would be the perfect time to introduce him. I guess. I mean, they, I, I see the they point. They recruit Hank Pym to research some of the Chitauri technology and stuff outside of Agents of Shield, of course. Um, and then, you know, he's distracted on his own side project. You know, spawning the Ant Man film from it. Yeah, but, yeah something it like makes that. Sense. That I guess that would make sense. But obviously, this isn't. Um, it's not going to be focused on Ham Team anyway, the, uh, the Ant-Man film. Yeah. Which means that even if the Ant-Man film that's coming out is going to be about someone else, then what's wrong with having Hank Pym in it? Because obviously he's not going to be the main focus. He's not going to be Ant-Man. Well, is Ant-Man Fox or Disney? No, no, I'm, I'm definitely sure it's uh, Disney hmm. that have done Ant-Man, which means that they, you know, there wouldn't be any issues with licensing and character you know, um, swapping between different license owners and stuff. So I, d- I don't think there'd be an issue with that at all. I mean, I don't know the exact tips and outs as to why they didn't, but um, I guess I can see the reasoning as to what Josh Whedon said about having a character we've, we're already very well established with, and it does seem like the kind of thing that Tony Stark would actually do. Yeah, he's just an idiot, basically. Yeah, <laughs> he's an incredibly smart idiot. Yeah, that is basically it. He's the smartest idiot. You know who he actually reminds me a lot of? Jeremy Clarkson. I was going to say Archer, but yeah. <laughs> oh right. Well, yeah. It's that sort of that you know they're they're quite powerful figures, mm. but they just do what kids want to do all day. They just want to build robots and drive cars really fast yeah. and fly about and stuff. And which why is great. wouldn't you? <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'd be doing. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I just think that because this is um, you know now that they've got Disney behind them, and I don't know if it's more just sort of finances or you know if Disney are coming in with ideas and stuff, but. It seems to have just opened the doors for them, really, and they can say, "We can, we can go and get Black Panther, and we can get the Inhumans, you know, and we can all these things that people just don't know about." I mean, think about it, you know, before the first Iron Man film, other than sort of you know any games or Spider Man or whatever, you know, people like Thor, um, Iron Man, obviously people knew the Hulks of the TV show, but you know, Black Widow, all of them, Nick Fury, oh, Hulk no one a, knew who the Thor hell they were. Yeah, that was in like well, the Nick Fury had his own. Nick Fury had his own TV show and film. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, yeah Nick Fury had a film starring really? David Hasselhoff. <laughs> really? Yep. That's outrageous. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I can't believe I've never heard of that. Yeah. Probably because he just made it up, didn't you? No, it's true. It's true. Bollocks. Yeah. I it's probably on Netflix. I doubt it. It doesn't sound good enough to be on Netflix. <laughs> um, there's also like a really old Captain America TV show as well. Uh, yeah, that was from like the 40s or something. Yeah, and he had like um, an actual bike helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. but that's the thing though, like Captain America was obviously part of the sort of war effort really, you know, that yeah. sort of symbol of patriotism. But you know, Iron Man and everyone else, they were, they were people of the public, shall we say, Joe Public. They wouldn't have a fucking clue. Nah. You know, they would have heard of the Hulk because of the Blue Ringo and the TV show. 
Um, and you know, maybe some names that popped up in there, but everyone else that's especially in the Avengers now, no one would have an idea as to who they were. Even I didn't like the Iron Man cartoon, like from the nineties. Yeah, it wasn't. It was nothing, nowhere near as good as like X Men and uh, Spider Man. Yeah, X Men was that was that was the sort of the pinnacle, really. That's where everyone knew everything about the X Men universe was yeah. from those cartoons and like X Men Evolved and stuff. Um, but like the first time I really saw Iron Man in any kind of way is to think, oh, who's this? Was in the Punisher game when I was a kid. Really? Like Iron Man pops up in that, yeah. Jesus Christ, Dan. <laughs> I mean, I, like, I, I, I really liked the comic. I mean, I, I remember when I was little, um, I'd had a, I'd had a, had a fill-in, and my granddad bought me um, a couple of comics, and I used to collect Marvel trading cards yeah. uh, to like cheer me up. And I remember getting a, uh, I can't remember what, what Mark Armour it was but it was like a shiny card um, and in the same pack I had a, a Spider-Man 2099 um, card and I was like so fucking excited <laughs> it was amazing and it was that comic um, that I got was the first time I ever saw Whirlwind and he looked just like Batman <laughs> <laughs> so, well I wasn't I wasn't really into comics and stuff as a kid like I, I was aware of it you know they were cool and everything but certainly I wasn't interested enough to go and look people up and, you know, see what it was all about and stuff. Um, you know, other than sort of like, X, like I say, the X-Men cartoons and stuff when I was at school, I'd watch those because they were just, you know, it was cool. It was just people popping about and flying ships and shooting lasers and stuff. Who doesn't like that? It's great. Well, people who don't like comics. Well, apparently. <laughs> well, no, but yeah, but... the thing is, that what I was going to say is Marvel have... I think Marvel have the edge on on films, not live action films, whereas DC have the edge on animated films. Do you know what? That is a very fair analogy. With yeah, the exception I, I of Hulk that, yeah. versus Wolverine, which is an amazing film. Um, yeah, I, I'm not super fond of the Marvel um, like like all the films that I've got, all the animated comic book films I've got. They are all DC ones. Um, like every every one of them is all DC except Hulk versus Wolverine because it's a really that good I film. haven't that I haven't seen. It's unlike most of the other Marvel films where it's like motion comics. It's an actual animation, and yeah. there's actually if you buy the DVD, you get a double set. You get Hulk versus Wolverine and Hulk versus Thor. Thor one's all right, but the Wolverine one there's actually blood and stuff in it, and Deadpool's in it, <laughs> and Omega Red. And Lady Deathstrike. <laughs> Quite yeah, a few. That sounds alright. It's a really good film. Yeah, um, but I do think the DC—they've just got, uh, yeah, they've just got it down. I think. Well, with the exception of the Batman films, the DC live-action films aren't too great. Yeah, they don't <laughs> have watch a fantastic them. history. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I'd say Watchmen is still probably one of my favourites. It's. I really enjoyed it, but. If I had to choose, I'd probably watch The Avengers or Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, yeah, but I mean, for simple comic accuracy, I mean, it is almost shot by shot, mm. line by line, the original book, which, like, I, I still watch it now. And, like, I've got... Um, my, my housemate bought me, uh, like, the original hardback, like, all the books in it. Yeah, yeah. And y- you can just match up shot for shot and line for line that everyone says in it. Maybe and that's it works why it's so well. I don't but that's the thing though it's like even if I'd never seen Watchmen before never heard of them and then just watch this I'd have had my fucking tits blown off by it <laughs> I'm sorry but it looks 
amazing. I mean, to be fair, it still looks good now, like the visually. Are, yeah, unbelievable. Hmm. You know, I mean, it's 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 something that you go out and buy a Blu-ray player to watch. Yeah, you know, just for Doctor Manhattan just talking. I you want to see that big blue knob in Blu-ray, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Way ahead of you. <laughs> Um, I remember I can't actually remember what film I went to see um, but what the the trailer for Watchmen was like at the like on the previews and uh, I remember seeing the smiley face and the blood coming on it and I was like I I said to Zoe I was like oh is this this a Watchmen film and she's just like what and I was like watch (laughs) and then as soon as people saw um, I I forgot his name now Rorschach Uh, no Jesus Christ Dr. Manhattan no Osmondiasis. No. Fucking hell. It's got Silk Spectre? No. Oh. Jesus, I'm running out of them now. Um, Come on. Night Owl. Night Owl. Oh, fuck Jesus. Me. God. Oh, I don't know why I couldn't think of that. Um, <laughs> but, like, people in the cinema, as soon as they saw Night Owl, they're like, oh my god, it's Batman. Justice League. <laughs> oh my god. I was, I, was, I was literally like this close to turning around and launching a drink at someone. <laughs> I was like, you're in a fucking laugh. Doesn't even look. Was it more for the fact that. You don't know who Watchmen are, or is it you calling this guy Batman? Both. It doesn't even he's look pretty, like Batman. He's pretty Batman, though. No, not in corners. He looks like a proper geek. He doesn't. No, I mean, as in, in the slightest. I can, I can see where they came with the cape and the the cowl and stuff, but yeah, but no, I mean, in the more that he's just a guy with gadgets. Yeah, kind of. But you could say the same about Catman. I don't even know who the fuck that is. What? He's like one of DC's best fighters. Catman? Yeah. Well, he was actually, he was like an ex-billionaire and he loses his disgrace and stuff. Um, so he fucks up. But he's, he's actually like a burglar. But now, like in the new 52, he's actually pretty fucking badass. Right. Um, but he was basically, he was basically like a male version of Catwoman mixed with Batman. Well, yeah. Catman. Yeah. Um, but he's quite cool. He's, he's a really good fighter in that now. He was pretty like he was an alcoholic and stuff, and he was a bit of a joke, kind of like Aquaman. <laughs> uh, and yeah. he wore a brown suit that was literally like a cat. <laughs> and but now he's got like a black suit, and he looks rad as fuck. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit of a weird one. Um, back to Ultron. Obviously, Quicksilver and Scarlet, which are. Um, antagonists in the film but we do see them in certain scenes where it looks like they've teamed up with the Avengers why is your prediction um, probably because Ultron does what all good robots do and just decide that humanity is not worth any more time so he says we're just going to kill everyone and they're like wait a minute we're alive um, probably it's not the best idea to... so you know he either breaks them out um, you know, or they, they go to him to say we want to join you taking out the Avengers or whatever your evil plans may start out as being and then they realise that he's a massive jerk off yeah. and then decide they want to work against him to try and take him down mm. there, there was one bit in particular that I liked um, where there was a lot of speculation of what Ultron like what version of Ultron it was going to be because um, a lot of the time he gets defeated and then he comes back as like a different like, uh, like version 4 Whatever. Yeah, in like a brainiac kind of way. Yeah, yeah. And there's one where he's made of, of adamantium, um, and because of how he looks, a lot of people thought he might be adamantium. Um, See, I've heard that that um, there's like cause there's a scene where he's like coming out of like molten metal, mm. um, and that is they they theorise anyway. The speculation is that that is him covering himself in adamantium, 
or possibly vibranium. Well, that's what they would have to use because adamantium doesn't exist in their version of the Marvel world because obviously Fox own adamantium because of it, Wolverine. So they get f- fictional elements. Well, vibranium, like Cap's um, shield, is actually made of adamantium. Yeah. Vibranium was made for the Marvel Cinematic Universe because they really? couldn't have adamantium. Seriously? Yeah. That I I, I honestly had no idea about that. Um, I I I wasn't a hundred percent sure, and I did have to research that. I say research. Why is Captain America's shield made? <laughs> no, I had absolutely no idea. That's a really um, interesting fact. But there is a bit in the trailer where Cap launches his his shield at him, and he gets stuck in his chest, and then falls out. Yeah. Um, and then and obviously only adamantium would be able to penetrate adamantium. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. So, so it would be vibranium, um, which would actually uh, mean that if they are getting huge amounts of vibranium, where they get vibranium from... Thank you for this link, Dan. <laughs> yeah, there's only one place that they can get vibranium from. Tesco's. From. <laughs> yeah, all Tesco shopping carts are made out of it. That's why you can ram them into cars and everything. They just don't get <laughs> No, of course, it's Wakanda. Yes, where Mr. Black Panther lives. Indeed. Oh, God. I've actually just um, jizzed a little bit. You just have a little bit of a wig. Yeah. Um, there is actually a scene from, I think it's the second trailer, where there's like um, a girl standing over a pool of water. Mm. Um, and that looks like it's actually some kind of mine, which means that they may go to an actual vibranium mine, or at least a shot will be seen in a vibranium mine. Possibly in Wakanda, which would mean that there'd be some reference to Black Panther. Or, um, oh shit, what's Black Panther's sister's name? Um, um, oh, Jesus. Balls. I don't remember, but anyway, yeah. like some, some mention of her. Possibly it was her that was shown there, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that sort of, because that, obviously that would link in fantastically with the Black Panther movie that's coming out, because you know exactly where it is, so that you wouldn't need to do a huge backstory on what Wakanda is and what they do there and why is it important, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It would already be set up in the uh, in uh, the Ultron film. Makes sense. I think so. Oh God, things are getting deep now. I, I, it's yeah. I mean, rather than just sort of Batman, Superman, everyone knows about them, and then Wonder Woman, yeah, everyone knows about her. Cyborg, uh, Teen Titans, yep, yeah, know him. That's it. No one knows anything else after that. Flash, Arrow, only because of the TV yeah, shows. Yeah, actually, TV shows. Yeah, um, and then there's. Uh, like the entire Marvel Universe is basically being put into film form. That's true. However, I would just like to point out I was wrong. <laughs> About? Cap Shield. They, um, it's actually, it is made of vibranium, adam- and an, uh, vibranium and adamantium compound. But they're not allowed to use adamantium in the Marvel Universe because of Fox. Only adamantium. So it's just made of vibranium in, in the films. So that oh well that's the thing because I thought vibranium was such a cool metal because it was like it it didn't absorb anything mm. it just repelled like anything that was touched on it um, which means that you know you could shoot it and hit it and it wouldn't make you could hit it with whatever you wanted to and it wouldn't make any difference because it wouldn't yeah. absorb it. Um, Thor's hammer. Yeah, exactly. In the first Avengers, yeah. Um, but if you put adamantium into the mix as well, that means that it would not only you wouldn't be able to hit Captain. America with it, you would never be able to damage it. Well, yeah, because I'm pretty sure if it's made of both 
vibranium and adamantium. I don't even think Wolverine will be able to cut through it. Well, no, because that would be... Well, no, because, I mean, it depends on whether vibranium as a fictional metal could be cut by adamantium. I suppose, Because if vibranium's yeah. as strong as adamantium or something. I mean, you know, they do go on about in the X-Men films that it's obviously this perfect alloy, mm. you know, it can't be destroyed. But if they can liquidise it, they can heat it up to such a point that it can liquidise it, then it's, yeah, it, it can be. If you heat it up hot enough and it will evaporate. Oh, yeah. As, as with any then again, like, like we said before, be Wolverine's been nuked and stuff, and the adamantium's been intact. Yeah, well, we, we won't talk about that. It's like, like, I, like I say on most comic discussions, it depends on the writer. It really does. It depends on... There's so many variables. Yeah. There's, like, there's no true law. That, you know, everyone's got their own miracles that they can perform yeah. that, that just don't tie into anything else. Well, that's what they're called in the Marvel Universe. They're not called mutants. They're called miracles. Really? Fox own mutants. So, um, whenever there'll be um, a, a particular mutant, say, Quicksilver... He'll be a miracle, not a mutant. That is outrageous. But to get around this, <laughs> in the comics now, it's been discovered that um, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver aren't actually mutants. Oh, how convenient. Yeah, <laughs> like literally like, it either comes out this month or last month, I can't remember. Um, but they're, they're not mutants anymore. And they're not, Mag- are they? and they're not Magneto's kids. Oh Which, right, so that obviously covers the fantastic yeah. <laughs> not tying in with Magneto and the X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. So it's worked out really well. <laughs> well, I mean, if that's the thing though. Like, how could they have Scarlet Witch in Days of Future Past with Magneto mm. and then she pops up in the Avengers? How would that work out? I don't know. I've thought this before because like I said, there's so many variables and the fact that Marvel have capitalised on this and they've just said the, the secret wars that's happening is going to be the end of every alternate universe and there's going to be one. Yeah, they're basically... Yeah, they're closing the door on everything yeah. and they're just um, compartmentalising. Which... And just shutting all those doors and just keeping one open and just saying, now this is how everything is from now yeah. on. In a kind of New 52 kind of way. Well, it's pissed me off, really, because Superior Spider-Man was one of the best Spider-Man runs I've read in, like, about ten years. Um, and I won't go on about it, but basically, Doc Ock um, is dying, and he swaps minds with Peter Parker. So Peter Parker's mind is in Doc Ock's body. Doc yeah, Ock's is in this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he was such a good Spider-Man. But now he's gone. It's over now, and Peter Parker's back, which means Miles Morales uh, will, will go. Miles Morales, sorry, will yeah. go. So it's going to be Peter Parker. It will be the only Spider-Man. Well, with maybe the exception I guess, of 2099, etc. Yeah, for popularity reasons, it's the only one that people are going to be aware of, I suppose. Yeah, but... Uh, no, I, I agree. I'd like to see them maybe branch out and embrace the unknown yeah. rather than just say, we know we're, we're onto a good one with this one and it all time with the films and everything. Because if they say Spider-Man Peter Parker is dead and now there's only Miles Morales, say, then... What's going to happen with Sony when they go to make their next Spider-Man film? Exactly. They're going to say, well, we, according to the comics, Peter Parker's not around anymore. Uh, fuck it, we'll just have our own spin-off. But at the same time, 
like I mentioned earlier, Big Area 6 is vastly different to the comics. True, but that's something that, you know, obviously now there's films about it, everyone cares about it so deeply. Um, it's like this whole Thor thing, you know, with Thor coming out, not coming out. Um, <laughs> Hello, boys. <laughs> just, you know, they're writing a new Thor as a woman. Yeah. And people just lost their fucking minds about it. What to do? you got, you got Supergirl, you've got X-23. You, there's so many different female versions of characters. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. It's now that there's films about it. Oh, wait, no, you can't make Thor a girl. What about Chris Hemsworth? What about all the work that he's not going to do if it's a girl instead of um, him playing Thor on the big screen? It's like, shut up! You, Thor's been around for like 60 years. <laughs> you, you've only been aware of him for the last two. Fuck off. You have no opinion on this. And considering both Thor films are turd. Well, the second one was slightly better. S- yeah, slightly. It's still yeah. like a... F- if the first one was a three out of ten, that was a three and a half, maybe a four. <laughs> yeah. Which I, I still can't get around because he was fucking ace in the Avengers. They nailed him in the Avengers. Definitely. Like like we said, I I, I don't think he's a strong enough character for his own film. Well, that that goes back to my point exactly. Like he wasn't a big character. Like you know, you you couldn't make a film about him fifteen years ago. And say Thor film. People are like, who the fuck's Thor? Oh, yeah, that Hercules. But you put, <laughs> yeah, that that's all that people. Yeah, that's all that would come to people's minds. Would just be that sort of. It's a Viking oh, or that, something. It's just another god who's come to Earth for some bullshit reason. Yeah, yeah, I, and it just wouldn't have worked. You're absolutely right. But with Iron Man, you know, off the whole back of the, the um, Batman films and everything. You know, he was just a guy who was brilliant and super rich. Mm. And obviously Robert Downey Jr. is just... Tony Stark. Tony Stark, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, and it works. And that's what just... That lit the, the fuse. And everything's just that, exploded. No, no, he looks cool. No matter if you're a fan of comic books, whether you, you hate comics or you hate films or whatever, you can't dispute that Iron Man looks cool as fuck. Yeah. I mean, obviously not in his early incarnation. But... Well, no, but... As he is now. But it was just basically like in cardboard boxes. Yeah, it's essentially. <laughs> <laughs> just painted cardboard boxes. But it's, he, he looks cool. And even to like somebody like Wolverine, out of his suit, and he's just in his vest and jeans, he doesn't necessarily look cool if you don't know who he is. Yeah. But then as soon as you see him pop his claws out, you're like, oh, actually, that's quite cool. And then, you, oh, we can heal himself. And so then you've got yeah. Thor, he's got a hammer. Is you can put a shelf up. A big shelf. Yeah, it's a pretty fucking big shelf. But it's annoying because as a character, he's quite a good. He's an interesting character, but I can say I think he's more interesting when he's playing off other characters that aren't yeah, human. And he's sat in a car that he can't fit in. Oh, God. See, he, like when he was in Asgard, and, you know, just um, on the, the Frost Giant world, whatever that's called. Mm. Um, Iceland <laughs> yeah um, but like when he was there like fighting with his, his team and Loki and like just killing loads of frost giants and stuff I was just like yeah this is what yeah, Thor is the, about the opening know? scene for Thor 1 was brilliant yeah like it's just like huge cosmic battles with godlike creatures mm. you know just beating the shit out of these huge frost giants and then oh Natalie Portman in the back of a camper van oh shield oh Hawkeye yeah. what the fuck are you doing here it just it just spiralled down. This is not good in the slightest. Anyway, we have rambled on down. 
I assume you've got more news for us. No. Okay, well, I'll leave with this one then. Vision. Oh, yeah, I forgot Vision. Vision's at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wrote that down as well. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, but, did you know this was not the first time we've seen Vision for this film? Um, this would have to be in something like Iron Man 3 then, I guess. No. Seriously? Well, it is actually the first time we've seen him in the film, but um, some pictures were leaked last year um, for the toy line for, for the film of Age of Ultron, and right. there, was a, there was a picture of the figure of Vision. Well, I, as I don't really put much stock in sort of leaked footage and stuff, <laughs> because it's usually bullshit. No, these, these um, are actually from Hasbro. Uh, well, yeah, so the picture would claim, I guess, but... Um, but no, I, I, I kind of don't really go out of my way to see sort of like leaks, pictures and set things yeah. and stuff like that. Because it will either ruin something that I'm, you know, sort of pondering on my own. Or it'll just... No, I, no, I just don't like it. Um, and I, I get why sort of people say, oh my god, this is going to be in here. But it, it's like when you watch like a, an episode of like Game of Thrones or something. Say if you, wa- you, you watched it before anyone in England could, say. And then you went on Facebook and you went, oh my god... Uh, Hans Lassimir gets killed <laughs> this week. Everyone's like, "Oh, what the fuck? What are you playing at?" It's the same sort of thing with me. Like, if someone says, "Oh, this is going to be in this film," I'll be like, oh, "For fuck's sake, why would you tell yeah. me that?" Like, you know how annoyed I get at you if you tell me something that you weren't supposed to. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. See, I get excited about learning stuff as long as it's stuff that doesn't ruin things, like. Like the suit right. when I when I when I showed you the the atom suit before we saw it on Arrow, yeah, um, I was really excited about that and I didn't feel that it ruined anything. But you wasn't very happy about that. No, I wasn't at all. Um, neither was you happy with um, what was that other thing I sent you? Um, I can't remember. Was, was it, it some? I think it was something. Was it like Ransal Gore was going to be an Arrow or something? No, I ruined that on the podcast. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> anyway, whatever the hell. There's it was. a number of them, yeah. for fuck's sake. But I, I get excited about things like that. And well, no, that's the thing. You see, I mean, you sent me the picture of Brandon Ruth in the outfit, and I was just like, yeah, it looks pretty good. Um, but the thing is, uh, spoiler. But if I'd not seen that, and then it got to the last episode of Arrow before the sort of small break that they're having at the moment, uh, and then Brandon Ruth had basically just the brains out of Felicity Smoke hmm. and he was just sitting there all happy with himself and they just got oh my god I've just figured it out and then it was just it cut to him just on the balcony in the atom suit and it flew off I would have shit my pants really? I would have been like that is amazing yeah because I because it happened so quickly I hated there wasn't any bit. build up to it I hated that it was just no I used to bang there and I was just like what? that would have been so much better I guess but we knew it was coming anyway both True, yeah, before but... Felicity and the suit. <laughs> well, yeah. It's about time she got some action. We... But we won't go into that. No, we won't. Um, We've been on for this long enough. Yeah, what's coming up on the uh, on the channel, mister? Uh, we've got some Marvel Heroes. We have. Um, we're going to be doing some Marvel Heroes. It's, um, it's alright. It's free to play. I think we can... Yeah, free. Fuck it. <laughs> <Why not? laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, we've also um, got some more space engineers. I've been working my little baby tits off <laughs> on uh, space engineers, collecting ships and building stuff. And it, oh man, it's been a pain in the arse. But we're getting there. You're getting um, there. So we're doing some of that. Yeah, I know, yeah. Thanks for the help. <laughs> um, we've also got some more everything or nothing. Some more James we have Bonds, part more... two. Yes, yes. definitely. Um, and then. Wolfamongus. There's. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah, Wolfamongus. Um, there was also something else. Can you believe um, it? No, it's something that I was doing. I don't care about what you do, for example. Can you believe it's what we do? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was it. Um, we got contacted by some guys who've made a game called Solar Crusader, mm. um, asking us if they want to... Uh, sorry, if we want to uh, do some videos for them. I think that's what they were hinting at anyway. Um, so, Google it, have a look, see what you think. Give us some feedback on it, if you like the look of it or not. But if we get back um, any word from them, um, we'll hopefully do some videos on that as soon as we can. Yeah. And if you are an indie developer or any kind of developer for a game, get in touch. We'll play the shit out yeah. of it. Yeah, we will give you honest, constructive feedback. Yes. We will not lie to you. We will not brown nose you. If, if we've got a thought about it, if we think we can improve upon it, we will, of course, let you know. Mm. However you take that on is entirely up to you, yeah. but that is our job at the end of the day. So pay us for it. So, yeah, we want money. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to end this week with the, the last three things. Oh, go on. What I am going to do is what superhero film, not Punisher, well, what comic book film, sorry, would you like to see next that's not the Punisher? Um, to be fair, the Punisher hasn't exactly had a great run, so... Provide an it'll be a good film. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> um, and something that hasn't already been announced, like Ant-Man or Black Panther or anything. No, it's got to be like a new... Well, not a new franchise, but a film that's not in development. Hmm. So it's um, like, say, The Submariner, or something retarded. Yeah. But not that. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I, having seen the, the new 52, I would like to see an Atlantis kind of film, mm. you know, with Ocean Master and new Aquaman. That could happen. Yeah, because, I mean, it would be an entirely new setting. You know, it wouldn't be in Gotham or Metropolis. It would be in Atlantis. Yeah. Um, and I've said this before, you know, the Throne of Atlantis film, which is based on the New 52, brilliant. And there's a lot of backstory there. You know, there's all sorts of sorceries. So you could have Aqualad in there um, and his uh, girlfriend, of, uh, well, his love interest, should I say. I can't remember what she's called. Um, but, yeah, I think that would be a really nice backdrop for a film. Mm. You know, think sort of like... Um, Phantom Menace on Naboo, the underwater thing, like with all the Gungans living in the Gungan city. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but without the Gungans. <laughs> <laughs> but that kind of thing, you know, this like huge metropolis, but underwater. I've... So it'd be like a, 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 a sort of a parody and of Gotham and Metropolis, but on the bottom of the city. I'd be all for it. However, we're going to leave it on that note because we have literally rambled on for a long time. Pretty much. Um, so check us out on the website, which is www.podcastversusplayer.com, uh, on the YouTube, which is youtube.com forward slash podcast versus player. Uh, you can tweet us at podcastvplayer, or you can email us at playervpodcast at gmail.com. Dan. Yeah. The first word that comes in your head, we're going to end it on. Uh, boobs. Oh, yes. <laughs>